Cat Lovers. This is Sam from Chico Hospital for Cats and Dr. Colleron with me today together. Hi, doctor. Hey, Sam. Hey, so it's been a while. We have not done these podcasts on a regular basis because the world was a little bit shaken. <laughs> yes, it's been quite an eventful couple of months, but we're back. We're back. And in the meantime, we were uh, brainstorming about topics that really matter for us and personally for me this is one of the topics that matters almost one of the most important ones basically and that's declawing cats right indeed it's it's a very controversial but becoming more clearly undesirable surgery and one that has been more and more understood as a really really bad thing to do to cats yeah and Things change all the time, especially in the medical field. So I, I personally want to say in the beginning of the episode that this is not a podcast to judge anybody or even if owners who have their cast declawed are listening to this. It's not about that. It's more about the new research, the new guidelines, the new alternatives for decline, right? Right. And it's also the evolution of our understanding about cats and who they are and how, what they need and why they do the things that they do and, and what actually is a normal beh behavior for this particular cat that is really only been a part of our lives um, for a short period of time. And they became our companions after being territorial hunters. So they're a very unique species and we needed to begin to evolve in our understanding of how they need to behave. So let me ask this, where does the need even come that somebody says, uh, I'm going to look into declawing my cat? Usually it's because there's some unpleasantness around this natural behavior of scratching. Cats do it for very important reasons. And if there isn't an acceptable place for them to do it, then people find themselves getting frustrated about furniture being ruined and mm -hmm. things like that. So these important reasons, I'm guessing one of them is probably... Uh, stretching their muscles and body, but what what are the other ones? Oh, the most important one is marking. I mean, cats in the wild use scratching as a way of saying, I, I'm, I've been here, um, I'm, you know, I'm not far away. They uh, will actually use that as a way of communicating to other cats at a distance, which is the, their preferred method of communicating. And they also do it to to take the outer layer of those nails off they have a um they just grow um, nails differently than we do and so the outer layer needs to get removed and scratching is a good way to do that and you're absolutely right sam the other reason is to stretch so these are really good points as far as the territorial um purpose there now cats instantly want to scratch and some people you know consider decline but is that more and more becoming harder to do like as far as is it legal everywhere or illegal anywhere like what do you think well it's it's illegal in a number of cities in california so there's already that but there's also an a recognition of the fact that it's it's to be discouraged nowadays and one of the ways that that's become apparent is that the cat friendly practice program um, does not allow declawing as a acceptable surgery in cat-friendly practices. 
You know, one interesting data I found preparing for this podcast was that, you know, people think cats are um, submitted to shelters because one of the reasons because of, you know, scratching, not just urinating and all that, spraying and, and other stuff. But uh, it showed that in one of some of these cities in California, such as San Francisco and L.A. and big cities, after the decline was um, considered or banned, mm-hmm. the shelter submission of cats actually even decreased. There was no relation between, you know, taking your cat to shelter versus That's right. That's a a myth that has been busted that cats will be sacrificed if they're if they're uh, meant to keep their claws and and it's absolutely a myth. There's no there's no data to support that. So what are the drawbacks of declining a cat? So now we're talking about this and we say this is their instinct, they're going to do this, they should do this. And then we should also probably tell people if declining is happening, what is happening to a cat afterwards? Well, it's an amp- it's the amputation of the first digit of all 10 toes. So it's not a, a dramatic nail trim. It's actually amputation. And even when it's done right, it changes the way that cats walk on their feet. And that can have a huge impact later in later years, especially around osteoarthritis. And then there's the matter of poor surgical technique, which can result in chronic and severe maladaptive pain in cats for whom the procedure has been done unwell. So there's no good way to do declawing that's good for the cat. And I also personally think, I guess, changing the nature of an animal will also cause at least stress and frustration for the rest of their life. That's quite true. In fact, there is some evidence to support the fact that behavior problems are much more common in declawed cats than they are in cats that are allowed to keep their natural behavior. So we're talking about this and people are convinced, let's say, you, the listener listening right now, okay, I shouldn't do this. What are the other options? Well, first of all, you have to recognize that cats need to scratch. So you need to find the, the kind of material that the cat prefers to scratch on and give them that ability to find to use acceptably um, appropriate places to scratch in the household and there are lots of ways to do that so you need to have adequate scratching posts for everybody Um, and and of course nail trimming is it can be a routine that you can get into and cats uh, my cats in particular get their nails trimmed regularly and they don't argue about it because they're (laughs) used to it Um, Can we also say, um, talking about a little bit from personal experience, that when you said adequate scratching posts, that every cat might prefer a different type of scratching post as far as the angle of it and the type of it, and you shouldn't just give up by offering one? Oh, absolutely. First of all, there are characteristics of the scratching post that are really important. Because cats use it for use them for stretching, the thing has to be tall enough for the cat to stretch on and also heavy enough to support the cat's body weight. So you so there are there are characteristics of scratchers that are really important. And then there's the there are some cats really like that rough sisal kind of ropey mm-hmm. material, and other cats like that carpety kind of stuff. And so you just, you know, you can experiment until you find the that surface that the cat actually prefers. And some likes to do it standing or some like to do it um, kind of like reaching out to the, you know, the flat one. 
Right. The, there's vertical ones and horizontal mm-hmm. ones, and, and that's also a cat preference. And there's actually a really cool new product to attract your cats to the appropriate um, scratching posts that you want them to use. So there's a, um, it's called Fila Scratch, and it's actually part, it's a partly a pheromone that is um, uh, secreted by the cat that's been um, created for this product, and also a color and the and some catnip, and the the combination of these three parts of this product actually attract the cat and there's science to show that the cats are are attracted to to this and will actually more likely use the scratcher if you have that product interesting definitely worth checking out are you a fan of soft paws what do you think well i think soft paws can be (laughs) helpful i also think they can be really frustrating (laughs) because the cat you know the nails continue to grow right so you can't put soft paws on a cat and then hope that they'll last for like six months they're going to be off in about two or three weeks. So, <laughs> so, so it can be, I mean, they, it can be helpful, like for temporary purposes. Like yeah. if there's some, if you're moving, if there's, you know, you're introducing a new cat in the, to the family, if, if there are some circumstances in which this is a temporary solution, then it's fine. But I think it's more frustrating than anything for people. Yeah, I guess one of the things that you also should consider is if you're coming every three to four weeks to the, clinic to do this that's another source of stress for the cat right amen you know every time you take a territorial animal out of their home range you're going to stress them out entirely and so you know we we don't want them to come here any more than they absolutely have to let me ask you this one last question though is it ever okay to do declawing and if it is when is it okay to do this well the times in which it's medically necessary are things like there are tumors of the toes there's a a condition called lung digit syndrome which is a type of cancer Mm -hmm. um there when you have an injury to the feet that that can't be repaired then that you know there's there are reasons to take a toe or two off um, usually trauma or cancer but there's no good reason to take off 10 toes on the front of a cat wonderful i believe this was a very helpful episode, especially for people who had maybe doubts or questions in their mind about decline. Anything else you'd like to add? I think that the most important thing to remember is that cats need to scratch. It's part of their normal behavior repertoire. You know, and it's sort of like I feel these days with COVID. Humans need to hug one another. Mm-hmm. They and and we miss that connection when we can't perform the kind of normal behavior repertoire of a human being. And I think of that the same way with cats. If they don't get to act out their normal behavior repertoire, there are other things that are going to go wrong. Wonderful, perfect point. Well, doctor, I am excited to have you again on board and myself too for this podcast. (laughs) We'll be back sooner than last time. (laughs) Yes, absolutely. Thank you so much. And thanks for listening, everybody. We're on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and on our website, chicocats.com. Thank you for listening and see you next time.